did she do? Woman Jacker. Hello, I'm Samsara and you are listening to What Did She Do? Before I begin, I would like to acknowledge this podcast is created in Nam on the lands of the Kulin Nation and thank them for allowing us to tell our stories here. What Did She Do? is a podcast which celebrates the entertainment available in Melbourne on a weekly basis and features reviews written by myself from my website whatdidshethink.com. This is a difficult month for the live theatre industry. Right now in Melbourne, no theatres are open, although there are a lot of artists preparing for a potential restart later in the year and or are looking for alternative ways for you to access their entertainment offerings. On that note, the Melbourne Fringe Festival has announced that it is changing its dates to November to allow for this shutdown period. In the meantime, here are some online experiences you can enjoy this week. The Melbourne Digital Concert Hall lineup this week includes Deo Ecletico with Linda Bargain on the 9th of April at 7pm, followed by Ian Munro performing Ludwig Young Apollo from 8.30pm. On the 10th, the Australian Chamber Choir is performing Good Friday with the ACCO at 7pm. Head to melbournedigitalconcerthall.com for the full program and tickets. The Metropolitan Opera are streaming the following programs this week. On the 5th of April, it's the 2017 production of Bellini's Norma. On the 6th of April, it's the 2018 production of Verdi's Aida. On the 7th of April, it's the 2011 production of Puccini's La Fanciulla del West. On the 8th of April, it's the 2013 production of Verdi's Falstaff. On the 9th of April, it's the 2013 production of Wagner's Parsifal. On the 10th of April, it's the 2017 production of Gounod's Romeo and Juliet. On the 11th of April, it's the 2010 production of Donizetti's Don Pasquale. These streams are free and to register, head to metopera.org. Also on the 11th of April, you can stream the 2015 production of Bella Figura by Yasmina Reza from Schaubaina. I probably did not pronounce that right. It is performed in German but has English subtitles. For details and links, head to shelbina.d for details and links. I will spell that for you. S-C-H-A-U-B-U-E-H-N-E dot D-E. Every Friday over the coming weeks, a series of Andrew Lloyd Webber's musicals are being streamed. This Friday, you can watch Jesus Christ Superstar with Tim Minchin and Mel C. Head to youtube.com forward slash the shows must go on. All one word. Now for reviews. With everything that is going on, obviously I don't have a live performance to review, but a fun new audio podcast launched last week, The Glam Gizmo, and here is my review. We have a special report today with Glam Rock Mizzo Oliver Capel. Sources indicate that he has shares in a special science research program, which he has pledged $1.2 million towards. Two months on, the Capel machine was open to the public. So the Glam Gizmo launched on the 28th of March, which was a Saturday. It is written and produced by Tom Denham and features Clint Facey and AJ Winters. 
The Glam Gizmo is the new podcast out of the Sin Stable and it takes off like a rocket. Created by writer and engineer Denim, the Glam Gizmo is sci-fi comedy horror filled with all the best Scooby-Doo style plot points and effects needed to keep us guessing and keep us laughing at the same time. Full of a certain macabre humour, the best thing about the Glam Gizmo is the characters. Whilst the two leads, Max played by Clint Facey and Lucy played by AJ Winters are everyman characters. The supporting characters are a total hoot. They're ghoulish and gruesome in a hilariously lovable way. The setup is fairly straightforward. Oliver Keppel, played by Stefan Bradley, has created a device which rips holes between different dimensions and strange phenomena are crossing over into our world. In this first episode, it is the snake man Baltazar, played by Anthony Bradshaw, who is into puppet taxidermy and is stealing people's skin and covering them in felt. The puppets, Bumble and his friends, are a hoot and the character Soup of the Day, played by Michael Langan, could be straight out of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Denim even makes a cameo appearance in this first episode as Dr. Paradox. He saves the day, but then he leaves the rest of the work up to his new unwitting recruits, Max and Lucy. The sound design is pacing and creative, and I really enjoy how Denim keeps us shifting from scenario to scenario with no warning. It keeps us wondering what is going to happen with only the odd moments of feeling a bit lost. Denim is an engineer not afraid of processing and he has a lot of fun with characters, although I do find myself wondering how he is going to keep up the originality with this pace of story. That will be part of the fun and magic to be explored along with the story as I keep listening. I do have a few little niggles. I think there is a bit of over-processing at times, such as the introduction, when it is hard to understand what is being said. Denim needs to remember audiences are hearing these words for the first time and they pass by quickly. It is an issue if what is being said has important plot information. I also found Facey to be a quite dull and lifeless Max. He lacks urgency and energy and at times steps out of his character's reality to telegraph the joke. For example, when he is told he might be evicted, he sounds disinterested rather than stressed. And when Max tells Lucy he didn't know she had a motorbike, Facey sounds like he is delivering a punchline. It is funny, but not for Max. If other cast were doing this, it would work, but all of the other actors are playing the truth in their world, so Facey needs to do that as well. This is not a big hurdle though, because there is so much going on and the story has been set up, so every episode, dropping on Saturdays, has guest artists who will help this hapless duo seek out the Keppel machine and repair the rift between dimensions, restoring order to the world. The show is around 30 minutes, which is a good length. You get a nice chunk of story which doesn't put a dent in your day and you get a whole lot of laughs with sci-fi and cryptological jokes and just enough blood and guts to keep the cynical amused. And I gave the Glam Gizmo 4.5 stars. Wait. Um, Where is it? Mrs Clancy, I'll, I'll, I'll get it to you as soon as possible. I hope I don't have to have this conversation with you again. Are you Max? Yeah. You must be Lucy. This week has been so weird. I have a job to do. Violet, you're better than that. There are 26 abandoned buildings in Melbourne that are notorious for being haunted. So far, it's all just superstition and based on theories, but the wicker is using me to catch all these souls so that one day I can take them all to these 26 separate locations. I'm sorry, but you must leave. Why? Are you hiding something? They're ghosts. Or spirits. They're in strawberry jam jars? Wait, what? 
The Glam Gizmo is available on most podcatchers. If you would like to comment on this or any of my reviews, you can go to whatdidshethink.com and have your say in the comment section under the review. I have enjoyed our interactions so far. You can invite me to review your show through the Contact Me gadget on the left of the page. If you want my reviews as soon as they come out, you can follow me by email. Just fill out the field to the left of the review. And now it's time for something special. There is obviously no live theatre happening at the moment, so I am going to give you a bit more podcasting. Currently in my audio fiction podcast, Samsara's Dramas, listeners are going down memory lane revisiting the 2018 to 2019 podcast, The Players by Samsara. The series ends next Sunday and then we go on a dark journey into the prison system in Black Canasta. And here is the first scene to whet your appetite. I got a run of red canasters today. Won the game for once. Can you believe it? Uh, that never happens. I'm lucky if I can make a black one in most hands. Oh, I need all the help I can get. But man, those birds are hard to come by. No joke. <laughs> 
Oh, someone once said, fate is what happens to you on the road you took to avoid it. Yeah, Oedipus would agree with that. You know who Oedipus is? He's the guy who was told that he would kill his dad and marry his mum, and he ended up doing exactly that by accident. Hey, some accident. <laughs> Those Greeks really knew how to fuck a person over. Oh, wait a sec. Oh, I need a smoke. This isn't my story. You want to know my story? Yeah, it isn't very interesting. It's not very original anyway. I killed someone. Enough said. I've been here long enough and I still have a fair way to go before I can breathe the fresh air. Nah. <clears throat> Mine's tried and true. I never bothered to fight against fate. My life was ordained and I never pick a fight I can't win. <laughs> Yeah, Mikey, on the other hand, he's a tough little bugger. He's done it hard, fighting all the way. Sometimes, I just want to scream at him to give it a rest. Take it easy, go with the flow. Yeah, the flow might be a raging rapid, but it is still better than smashing up against a cliff face in a high tide. Mikey's not that type, though. He still thinks there's hope. <laughs> That's one of those four-letter words. People think words like fuck, cunt, are bad. But the worst word to utter is hope. You put a word like hope in front of a young boy and he starts to dream. He starts to see things that don't belong in his world. Don't belong in his fate. His dreaming. Might even look like it's possible for a while. But your fate is your fate. And you can't fight fate no matter how much you try. I can't decide if it's worse to be the one trying or the one watching the attempt. He's got balls though, I tell you, hey. <laughs> and they have been kicked from here to the back of beyond many times over. They must be navy blue by now, the size of coconuts. Samsara's Dramas is currently being published on Wednesdays, Fridays and Sundays to help people cope with the COVID-19 isolation. It is available on all podcatchers.
There is nothing new on the live calendar for next week, but I do have some online entertainment suggestions for you. The second performance of Cooped Up Cabaret live stream variety show is on the 18th of April. Head to the Facebook event for registration details. The Metropolitan Opera is streaming the 2018 production of Mozart's Cosi Fantuti on April 12th. Head to metaopera.org to register for free. On the 13th of April, you can watch the 2015 production of Ungeduld des Herzens, Beware of Pity, and yes, I know that was not pronounced correctly, by Stefan Zweig at Schaubühne. It is performed in German, but has English subtitles. And again, for that, you can head to shalbonet.d for details and links. And again, I will spell that for you. S-H-A-U-B-U-E-H-N-E. It's at these moments I wish I had studied German as well as Italian and French at school. Moving on. What Did She Do is created by myself, Samsara. If you like what you heard today, you can leave a tip by following the tip jar link in the show notes. You can support me to sustain this project by becoming a regular financial subscriber as well. Just follow the tip jar link. The site will tell you how. You can get my reviews hot off the press as they come out by following whatdidshethink.com by email. Just click on the field to the left of the page and submit your email address. Don't worry, I won't start spamming you. Also, if you like a bit of fiction in your podcast mix, you can check out my other podcast, Samsara's Dramas, scripts straight from my pen to your ears via an amazing ensemble of actors. This Wednesday, we begin the 2019 season of The Players by Samsara with box set five. And hey, let's catch up again next week. What did she do?